Jim Taddy, Warren Ward, and Josh Lewenberg with you for a few minutes here to wrap this up. And um, Warren, I mean, they they moved the they had forty assists on, on fifty buckets. I mean, they yeah. just they 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 really tossed that thing around, didn't they? They did. And you know, Josh Josh said it earlier. I thought uh, I thought the Raptors would be able to slow the Warriors down in transition because they are a team who likes to run as well. But in that third and fourth quarter. Golden State just got into a bit of a track meet, and the Raptors were nowhere to be found. I mean, they they were shooting the ball up and down the floor with six seconds or less on the shot clock, right? So um, very, very difficult to contend with a team like that. And um, as I've always said, man, buckets, you know, they dictate this game. And as the game went on, I think the Warriors got better, and that shows in the stat sheet. And uh, the Raptors just couldn't contend. And in the fourth quarter, whether it was the you know whether it was mentally they just couldn't keep up anymore and I think the loss of OG was um, uh, evident tonight especially defensively. Yeah, I, I mean I think when you think of the Warriors quasi dynasty here and, and as long as those three guys are still on that team we're going to refer to it as as their dynasty. What do you think of? You think of the shooting. You think of their ability to run and get up and down the floor, get shots up. And you think of their ability to win at the end of games. They're always dangerous in the fourth quarter. And that's what it came down to tonight, especially in the second half, is the shooting, the pace, and then ultimately the fourth quarter. You don't want to run with the Warriors. You don't want to shoot with the Warriors. You have to find another way to beat them. It's really tough to beat them at their own game in that building. And we talked about it at halftime. We talked about those red flags. The Warriors at the time... They were shooting 6-for-22 from 3. We knew they weren't going to shoot 28% for the rest of the game. We figured, okay, well, the Raptors probably come down to earth a little bit in terms of the 3-point shooting, and at some point, the Warriors are going to get hot. They sure did. They shot 12-for-21 in the second half, and the Raptors, as you mentioned, Warren, their transition defense, their rim protection wasn't good enough to keep up, and it's tough. This is one of those nights where you could really use one of those big Pascal Siakam games, and it's tough to be critical of him in a season in which He's really carried the Raptors on rough nights. He's carried this massive workload, but let's face it, he didn't have it tonight on either end of the floor. Well, and it's one of the worst uh, times to lose OG for a big part of the ball game. Yep. He only played 10 minutes. I mean, this is a big loss, isn't it? It is. Huge loss. Um, I, I think for a variety of reasons. O- OG is a, you know, he's a defensive stopper, number one. Uh, two, I think he, you know, he spreads the floor well, he attacks the rim, and he gets a lot of steals and, you know, and deflections, which, you know, deflections should be charted in the NBA and they're not. I know the assistants do it, but it should be a stat because he gets his hands on a lot of balls and he changes a lot of things defensively. And, I mean, you know, losing him tonight, huge, huge loss. I don't think Pascal played poorly, though. I, I, will, I will say that. I think... Um, you know, he still had 21 points, but I just think his shot wasn't falling. He took a lot of tough ones. Um, and that, I think, obviously, you know, on any given night, if he's not playing up to standard, uh, the Raptors, you know, they we don't have a chance, for sure. The, the Ananobi injury hurts for a few reasons. And Warren mentioned the, the one that stands out clearly and first and foremost is you don't have OG. But also, it's just one less body on a night in yeah. which you could really use the, the depth, right? Because we, we've talked about the Warriors' pace and how they like to get up and down. I mean, it really was. like it, it was a crazy game in terms of the pace. And there were moments in the game where guys, like their, their hands were on their, their shorts, on their knees. Guys were just gassed, you know, and and 
Precious Achua played a, a big role in the second half once OG went down. He ends up playing 36 minutes. You've got Siakam and Van Vliet. They play 40 minutes. And, oh, yeah, the Raptors are in Portland tomorrow night where they've got to chase around another dynamic guard. Imagine going from Steph Curry to Dame Lillard in the span of 24 hours. So, yeah, having one fewer rotation players in a game like this, that hurts you tonight, and, and it could very well hurt them tomorrow because, just, I mean, given the nature of that OG injury and the fact that he's going for further testing tomorrow, I would be really surprised if we saw him on the court in Portland tomorrow. Golden State wins at 129-117. We'll be back to wrap it up further. Raptors game night on TSN 1050. Raptors game night. They lose in San Francisco 129-117 to the Golden State Warriors. And Freddie Van Vliet goes to eighth on the Raptors all-time points list. He has a double-double, 10 assists and 28 points. Gary Trent Jr., 17 points. And Precious Achua had 11 rebounds and 17 points for a double-double. And those three guys have really played really good ball the last couple of weeks, haven't they? They have. They have. And they've stepped up, and I think they're they're – Picking up some of the loose pieces, and if OG's going out, then yeah, there's definitely going to be, uh, you know, more so said. I think um, Scotty Barnes, you see him, you know, with the numbers today. I think his even his blocks defensively, moving all over the place. Um, Boucher in his minutes, and and um, Precious Achua definitely, um, you know, Tapman. They, they've they've really really stepped up, and I think um, 17 points, 11 rebounds. They're playing well, and and they're filling the gap, but at the same time. Is it enough? And that's the question, you know. And not, and not just and not just those three guys. The entire team. Is it enough? Is it going to be enough? We've we've seen um, with you know different guys, you know, in and out the lineup. It definitely changes the way the Raptors want to play. And against a, you know against a, against a team like Golden State, as you can see, like I said, it was a track meet. Are they going to be able to contend in the West? Because you know, as Josh said earlier, you got you know you got Dame Lillard tomorrow, and that's no easy task. Well, I think they're really going to need to lean on Precious Achua here. They have been over these last few games, and if OG is going to miss any amount of time, he becomes even more important. He started the second half tonight. I, I mean, you could pencil him in, maybe use pen or or, or ink, even marker sharpies to, to pencil, uh, to put Achua into the starting lineup for as long as Ananobi is out. And he he's just been, he's looking like, the version of Precious Achua we saw through the second half of last year, and maybe even better than that. I think, I mean, listen, people had high hopes for him coming into this season just based on what he did last year, and everyone was expecting him to take that big jump. And initially, we didn't see it, but and then obviously he goes down with the ankle injury, but development is not always linear, as we know, and we're seeing it right now. Like, he's been... Confident in terms of taking the ball to the bucket. We're, we're, we're seeing him under control on his drives. We're seeing him make better reads. And defensively, he's already there. I mean, obviously, he's got another level still. But to me, he's already an elite defender. When you talk about, especially with OG potentially out of the lineup, if you talk about a guy that's like, who, who's the most comparable in terms of what OG does? The versatility, the ability to defend multiple positions. And most importantly, like Achua is their best rim protector. But at the same time, he's quick enough, agile enough to be able to guard smaller, quicker players on the perimeter. So he can do so much for you there. And I think in that sense, that's where he steps in and potentially fills in for Ananobi. Well, tough schedule. I mean, on to Portland in less than 24 hours. So they got to get on that plane and go up the coast. 
not an easy game, as we detailed. Guys, I'm going to be really generous here. You can take the rest of the night and morning off. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, there. Yeah. Okay, there. It, it, well, we're it's done. Okay, one twenty nine, one seventeen is the final. Uh, Raptors losing. Uh, they're now one and one on their seven game road trip, and in Portland tomorrow night. Our next Raptor broadcast will be Monday from Phoenix. This is Raptors game night on TSN ten fifty. Raptors game night final segment here. Tough night for the Raptors, losing 129-117 in San Francisco against the Golden State Warriors tomorrow night in Portland. Some numbers here. The Raptors shooting 46 of 101 for 45.5%. 90 for 56, 55.6. 18 of 43, the Warriors were from the outside for 41%. And the Raptors were 12 of 33 for 36.4, sorry, 36.4. Uh, Double-doubles for Achua and Freddie Van Vliet, but it wasn't enough. OG goes down with a just a terrible land, and it's a good thing his, his wrist did, uh, it was sprained, but it sort of slipped off, landed uh, heavily on his shoulder, but it was the wrist they x-rayed, and it was okay. Thanks for joining us at Raptors Game Night on TSN 1050.